Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. Morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just taking a little turn. Is that okay? Um, I feel to share a picture uh, with you all. I'm so excited to be here, by the way. I feel, feel um, excited to, to be in this building, and I know that um, Michael and Gillian are cheering you all on and um, yeah, excited about what is taking place here, cheering on Josh and, and Liz um, and you, church family. Wonderful. Um, so I feel to, sh- to share a picture that God gave me uh, a, a, um, a, maybe a few months ago um, of Holy Spirit sweeping across the land. And, and it's a beautiful, I'm going to try and explain it to you because it's a stunning picture. And Holy Spirit is sweeping across the land and he's got like this, this really cool robe or cloak and it's got like a, you know, big long train um, to it. And as he's sweeping across, a bit like a hovercraft, sweeping across the, across the land, his cloak is flowing on behind and he's got this, you know, really excited, uh, cheeky, uh, mischievous sort of a, a, a look on his face saying to his church, come on, hold on, grab hold of my cloak, grab hold of my train and keep up with me. And, and, and as he's sweeping, sweeping across this land, I see him going over neighborhoods, over homes, over workplaces, over schools. And, and as he's doing that, he, he is softening. He's just softening the ground and softening hearts, softening people that are that um, may be crying out to him, but they don't know they're crying out to him. But he's, he's softening the, the ground. And as we simply hold on to him, grab hold of his, his train, grab hold of his cloak, then we get to um, hear his, his whispers or his prompting. It's like, go there, go there, go there. And he's actually already softened as he's, because he goes in front. He leads the way. He's softening the hearts. He's softening um, that to receive what he is he is prompting the church to go and speak the word or to go and to go and bake that cake and and you know whatever it is that Holy Spirit is is prompting us to to go and do give that person a hug or you know or maybe is that okay in today's society but anyway yeah <laughs> um, whatever he's prompting us to do he is he's he's actually led the way he's actually gone before gone before and and um just as I was uh standing on the front before, I just had the sense of like a bursting, a bursting out, a bit like a, um, uh, what it is, it? is it like a grape being about to burst open, you know, like a, that picture of just like a, about to burst, this juice, you know, about to, to burst out. And I saw that in this church. I saw like a bursting out about to happen. There's, there's like a, and it, um, particularly the word hope, like a bursting out of hope from this church that, that you know, I know that in, in, a, in a group this size that there are many, many, many different things going on in people's lives. And I know that there are, you know, not everyone is, is, is you know, plain sailing, easy sailing right now. Um, but there's a hope that we get to carry you know, there's that peace that we we get to carry, and and his like, you know, like he's with us every single moment, 
every moment. You know, like sometimes you can go, oh, I feel so alone. But it's like, oh, no, he's with me in every moment. I'm not alone. He's with me. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit anxious right now. Oh, no, hang on a minute. The Prince of Peace is with me right now. The peace is mine. His hope is mine. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, I may feel weak right now, but he, oh my goodness, I'm strong because of who I, you know, who was with me. And and I feel like that is just bursting in this place, in this in this church. It's like a bursting out that it cannot be contained, cannot be contained because of who Holy Spirit is, who God Almighty is within the church. And there there is a bursting out about to happen in our city because of who we are, because of um, who we are as a church. Now, you know, I saw the scripture here, you know, there's a, um, a building up of the saints that is happening, a building up of his church. But, you know, then later um, it, it goes on to say that it is um, to maturity, you know, it, it, to, that the church would be mature. Yes, going through stuff, but as we hold on to his cloak, we can offer the hope that I get to carry going through the tough stuff. I can offer the peace that I get to walk with every single day going through the stuff that may be, may be tricky, may be tough. But I, and I get to, to walk in the fullness of his, of his love and it's a, burst, a bursting out that people around about you and you and you and wherever you are are calling out for or crying out for and we just simply need to burst out and burst out. Keep hold of him. Follow his leading and and keep up, keep up with her, and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Yes, yes. Amen, amen. And I just feel um, I don't know where Rose has gone, but <laughs> right there, yeah, that was a great, a, a great word. And I just feel to add on to that um, that uh, you are unique. I know that you might not like, I feel like that that is what the different colors, that's what I feel like, the different colors, you know, like all these different colors, yet it's like you, you are totally unique, you know, you're not, you don't, you don't have to be like this rose or that rose or whatever. You are totally unique to be who God has called you to be, not like anybody else, not, you know, yeah, totally unique and enjoy that. Like, there's a colour that nobody's even discovered. It's in you. <laughs> You're totally unique. Yeah. Bless you. Cool. Thanks, Jen. Awesome. Well, I'm just going to give you the meat, okay, so that you don't go too long. I'll give you the meat. Jen, Jen and I were, um, I was preparing for something recently and uh, I was preparing for it, and I said to Jen, and, and so was Jan. We both had to do something. And, um, you know, we were praying into it, and hence I really feel this is, this is prophetic. And I said to Jan, I think God is speaking from Psalm chapter 1. And Jan, as she does, you know, she doesn't just go, oh, that's nice, dear. She goes, I disagree with you. <laughs> she goes, I, I disagree with you. I, I think God's speaking from Jeremiah chapter 17. I said, well, I'll be the one with the mic, so I, it'll be Psalm chapter 1, and that'll be the end of it. And she goes, no, seriously, I really think God is, is speaking from Jeremiah 17. So I thought the best way to, do, to, to sort it out, see which one of us was right, was to go and read these two scriptures. And I want to read them to you this morning. Psalm 1, 1 to 3. Goes like this Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. 
but they delight in the law of the ways of the Lord. They delight in the ways of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves will never wither, and they will prosper in all that they do. I thought, wow, I think God is speaking to his church really significantly through that at the moment. Jan says, no, I absolutely believe it's Jeremiah 17, 5 to 8. So you open the Bible as you do and you go and read it and it says, this is what the Lord says. Cursed are those. That's a strong word, eh? Cursed. Do you know what it means? Cursed. That's what it means. It's like a really strong word. It actually means expect opposition from a supernatural being. That's what it means. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhibited, salty land. But blessed are those who put their trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and their confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. They're the same. We were both right. We were both right. Isn't that amazing? Both right. And, uh, which is actually a bit of a win, isn't it, for most of us guys, that we were both right. But anyway, you were uh, worship led really great, by the way. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's really a gift on you. Yeah, wonderful. Um, I think God is saying to his church right now, stand firm. Get planted. Get planted and stand firm. It's not about what we do as much as it is about standing in who we're called to be. Jan just prophesied, God's going through the land. God's doing stuff. God's on the move. The Holy Spirit wants to bring stuff about. And our job isn't to run around and so much and get in the way. Our job is actually to do what he's called us to do, but to stand and stand firm. And I think prophetically, that's what he's saying to the church at the moment. I know that you've been a bit beat up in the last two and a half years. I know that you're tired. I know that there's a a degree of depletion. I know there's been some hopes and dreams that were dashed. I know there's all these things that have taken place, but what I'm calling you to do as a church right now is to stand and to stand firm and to stand confidently in who he's called us to be. If we stand firm, our roots, if we're planted, stand firm, planted, you can interchange that, our roots go down deep. If our roots go, see, I don't think This has been the biggest challenge, not the biggest, one of the challenges for the last two and a half years for me has been, I've been teaching the Bible for like 25 years or whatever it is, and the pressure's come on and people have fallen over. And it's like the roots aren't down deep enough because it's the roots that go deep that hold us firm. We had a a real um, nasty storm in Hamilton a couple of months ago, and at the top of our property, the, on the neighbor's property, it blew over this huge gum tree. Just the power of the storm. Well, the fact is, all of us have been living in a stormy environment. 
And I don't think, as much as you'd like to think so, the storm's quite done yet. There's still some twists and turns. If our roots aren't deep, we won't stand. What made the tree fall over above our property is the wind came from all different angles at pretty much the same time. So it was used to our westerly wind that comes through, and it was really strong that way. But when it was hit by a westerly and easterly and a northerly all at the same time, this huge tree came crumbling down because its roots weren't down deep enough. And that's what God's saying to the church. That's what I, I really would personalize it and say that's what God's saying to you today, is make sure your roots are down deep in Him. What's that look like? I think the scripture tells us what that looks like. From Psalm, it says, delight in God's ways. You want to be strong? You want to stand firm? Delight in God's ways. Meditate on His ways day and night. That's not rocket science, hey? We can do that. We can do that. You know, Ephesians, it says, stand, put on all the armor and that, and then above all else, stand. We've done everything else we can do. Stand. How do you stand? Delight in God's ways. God's ways aren't demanding on us. God's ways are a reflection of his character toward us. And if we want to walk according to his ways and represent his way, him well, we'll embrace his ways. If you're thinking about that and going, oh my goodness, he's a taskmaster, you've got a terrible picture of God. You've got a legalistic picture of God. That's not who he is. The ways of God are delightful. And he says to us, delight in his ways. Delight in his ways. It also says, you know, at the start of that psalm, it says, be careful who you're hanging out with. Don't take advice. Um, you can hang out with people, but don't take advice from the wicked, the sinners, and the mockers. Don't let them be the ones that are speaking into your world of how it needs to be. Instead, delight on the ways of God. We can minister to those ones that aren't pursuing God. That's part of what we're called to do and who we're called to do as a church. But don't take all the advice and everything else from them delight in the ways of the Lord, and you will stand firm. I think it's amazing. You'll stand firm. You'll be watered. You'll be fed. You'll have ample. In, in um, Jeremiah, it, it said, blessed are those who trust in the Lord. If your hope and confidence is in, in him, you are blessed. Wow, that's cool. It doesn't say it's going to be an easy journey. It doesn't say it's going to be a problem-free life. It doesn't say I'm not going to stress out from time to time. It doesn't say I'm going to, you know, it's all a bed of roses. Sorry, Rose. It just says I'm blessed. Hey, it says I'm blessed if I trust in the Lord. They're like trees planted in the riverbank, deep-rooted, resilient, green leaves, healthy, standing firm, deep, planted, Trust and obey God. Again, so delight in his ways and trust and obey him. He, he knows the end of the story. Trust and obey him. But I'm facing this, Lord. I know, I say that quite often. Lord, we're facing this. Trust and obey. Sheridan, walk it. Don't stress it. Just walk it. You don't need to stress it. I know what I'm doing. Trust and obey and you'll stand firm. It carries on and it seems clear to me that if we ensure we do these very, very simple things, we will actually be blessed to be a blessing. And that's what we're called to be. Isn't that what the Israelites were chosen to be? As a nation, they were blessed to be a blessing. They, the whole point of Israel, wasn't it, was that the nations of the world would see what a nation who served God looked like and how God treated them 
and they would be blessed to bless the world. They would be amazed that God was with them, among them, and it would bless the world. You just kind of follow that through a bit, and now we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives in us. What's his purpose living in us? So that the world will actually look at us and go, oh my goodness, they are blessed. Why is that? Because God lives in them. And I think we do that as simply standing firm. Because I could say to you, and I bet, I don't bet, it's not ideal lifestyle, by the way, betting. Uh, it's not good financial management. Um, I guarantee, though, that you can look around and there's uh, people who are MIA today, you know, missing in action. Who who's, would sit around you that's not sitting around you? Well, who do you know that's not managed to stand and have got offended or bitter or walked away from God or, or whatever? There's, there's a lot of people that are MIA through this time. And so as we stand firm, we can help them stand firm. I really encourage you to pray for those ones. Uh, don't judge them, whatever you do, because that's not what we're called to do. We're called to encourage them and stand firm. But give them a text. You know, the person that came to your mind when I said MIA, Give them a text. Hey, how are you doing? I missed you. We had a great time in church this morning. The presence of God was wonderful in church this morning. We worshipped together. We celebrated together. It would have been so good if you were there with me. And we need to look after these people. We do that by standing firm. I'm finished. I'm just repeating myself now. But standing firm. Yeah? And I believe prophetically that's what God is saying to the church. Right now. Stand firm, get your roots down deep, and you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Father, I bless your church this morning. I thank you for every person, whether they're in this room today or whether they're online today. I thank you for every person. Holy Spirit, I thank you for those online. You're in the room with them right now, wherever they are, and that you will and can move powerfully amongst them wherever they are at this moment, as you can in this building with us. Father, I ask that you would stir a desire to stand firm. That you would stir that in us again. That you would light and stoke the fires in us to delight in your ways. Father, for those who need it this morning, I ask you bring a paradigm shift, a, a change of thinking, a change of lens, that if the, the, the term delighting in God's ways or in the law of God brings a negative picture, that you'd correct that and bring a revelation of who you are and your grace and your kindness and your love and your compassion that would enthuse us incredibly. Father, help us to trust and obey you. Give us the courage to be obedient, to trust that you've got this. And Lord, may we, your church, be a generation in your church that was known to stand. Yep, they stood. Yep, they were planted. And Father, as we live a life of those planted, I pray that we would be a blessing to others around us, that your church would be so attractive, that we would represent you well, that you, we would create opportunities and environments where you can minister freely to people and bring freedom and hope and salvation and 
a future. Father, I pray and I release your peace over every home represented here today, over every marriage represented here today, over parent-children relationships. That again, as we stand firm, you will be glorified. You will be lifted up. And I thank you. I thank you for the sound of this church. That it's a sound of faith. That it's a sound of worship. And I thank you that you're in that sound. So I release your blessing on your church. In Jesus' name, amen. So good to be with you today. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, mate.